Howdy, and welcome to Lost in the Lyrics, the podcast where we discuss song lyrics and completely overanalyze them. I'm Elliot. And I'm Claire. And today we are going to get lost in the lyrics of This Charming Man by the Smiths. Be sure to stay tuned afterwards for Elliot to talk about flags and for updates on my knitting projects. Well, (laughs) (laughs) we're both in Portland. (laughs) Yeah, shocking turn of events. (laughs) <laughs> shocking turn of events Which for is, everyone <laughs> it's, it's both shocking and not depending on how long you're going back if you're thinking about like oh the beginning of this school year yeah it's shocking if you're thinking about you know beginning of march it's not shocking right <laughs> i don't know i'm still a little in shock <laughs> to I be mean, perfectly honest i'm i'm Still not really like, ah, yes, let's do this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but it it does make sense. Yeah, I'm also just realizing again that I'm in my room, which means that the reverb will be better because those dorm rooms have, like, brick wall situation, but then also realizing that I have two clocks going and I will have to deal with that because I always Mm. have two clocks in my room going anywho that's that's just a side note um how are you how are you doing um i'm doing all right you know um i'm mostly just not thinking about the whole like outside situation um because that's hard to deal with but you know other than that i'm fine been in my house for the past three weeks or so no it's just two i don't know you don't know how long you've been inside it's been too long yeah i mean i've gone on walks outside but like yeah wow Um, i mean do you get bored easily inside not really wow I mean, like you're really the like normal living it up then. <laughs> the normal amount of boredom, but like, I don't know. I haven't been like overly bored. I would say. Wow, um, I've been home for uh, slightly over like a not, week, and I've been like not, so bored. Like not stir crazy bored. Oh but. well, I feel it. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, um, how are you are doing? We? I am fine. I can't do anything about the situation. I'm yeah. not. I'm not looking for like weirdly. Okay, I'm looking for it because so my school extended our spring break because they needed to give the professors some time to figure out like what everything looks like now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's fair. But I don't. Like, I'm looking forward to spring break being over in some ways because, like, class and structure in some capacity, even if that means that I'm keeping the original class times and have a 6 a.m. class that I have to video into. Yeah, I had one of those yesterday. It was not good. (laughs) Yeah, um, because time zone things. But I also don't really want spring break to end because... I am not productive in my house, usually Mm. ever, so, and I can't, like, Mm. I would, you know, it'd be nice if I could, like, go to a coffee shop or something to do homework, but, you know, can't do that. No. (laughs) No. I mean, you could sit outside. What? You could sit outside. And and take their Wi-Fi? That's true. Yeah. If you download your things and you're just, like, writing a paper, you could sit outside. True. Um, yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I hope that none of my classes ask for me to write a paper because the classes I'm taking don't seem to be the kind that ask that of me, but I have a history with paper writing. Maybe you know about that. I don't remember oh. what you know. I'm just bad at it. <laughs> I mean, I know enough. <laughs> okay. I'll Anywho. make it sound as ominous as possible. <laughs> that does, does sound pretty <laughs> ominous. Um, 
what is our opening bit? Reading and weather? Yeah, yeah I talk about books. There we go. It's not as funny um, anymore because we're in the same place. So maybe the, the weather, weather thing. is slightly different, but it's roughly the same <laughs> where we are. Yeah. And I'm and and Fiona's back too. Yeah, there's no real it's not news cuz so many people who uh listen to our pod presumably. Well, I mean, the I one person that listens to our pod. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, people are from Portland. Uh, well, um, for the most part. I've convinced, well, I don't know if I've convinced, but and we're on your Spotify one now, by the way, from just letting oh, yeah, that too. the the humans listening know, I guess. But yeah. um my friends that use Spotify have claimed to to engage with it on occasion, and they live in different time zones and different places. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. That's nice, I think. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the actual weather? Yeah, sure. Um, well, uh, how should I? I feel like should I have a format to this, or should I just nah? No, I would just go even for if it. I made up a format. You know, I wouldn't stick to it. <laughs> so. It is rainy today. It's not currently raining, but it was earlier. It's humid. It's r- about, I don't know, 85% humidity or something. But that humidity isn't reflected the same way as, like, I feel like when people say, ah, it's humid out, they think about, like, the muggy, warm, humid. No, it's like 40, it, it's like 45-ish degrees today. So it's, it's not- humid. And cold. Like, like foggy I mean, way. Like it's humid as in it might rain at some point. Yeah, not humid yeah. as in like you can smell that. I feel air. like I'm walking in a swimming pool. Yeah, that's you know? I hate. Well, feeling like you're walking in a swimming pool is a kind of nice feeling, but humidity, in a bad way. Well, humidity to me doesn't feel like walking through a swimming pool. <laughs> like like gross warm humidity to me. Gross warm humidity feels like I don't know. Like, <laughs> this is a weird image. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Um, um, but it doesn't feel good. <laughs> so, anyway, it's like 45 degrees and overcast. Um, it will rain later today. That is what's to be expected. It also looks and smells like that's what's going to happen. Um, it's pretty standard. When we got back, when I got back at least into town, it was really lovely for a bit for like a few days and it was like sunny and warm and by warm I mean it was like 60 degrees which is perfect and th- yeah now it's normal which is it, fine because everyone's inside anyway. It was more like anyway. 65. It was warm enough to not have to wear a coat and for some Portlanders to wear um shorts. I was wearing short sleeves. Um, yeah I was wearing short sleeves and no coat. Yeah. it was. But just, I was wearing pants. It was just warm. Yeah I I haven't been wearing proper trousers. I've only been wearing sweatpants because I can. Your turn, books. Okay. <laughs> um, I've read a lot of books. That's like been one of the main things that I've been doing. Because um, of so, the quarantine situation? Yes, because I've been in my house. But I can only read ebooks, basically, because um, the libraries are closed. Oh, yeah. And. <laughs> got an email and, about that i mean i do have like some physical books that i haven't read but like i don't feel like reading them um because a lot of them are like more literature type books um do you want to read um uh complete uh, star wars the complete saga in graphic novel format because i can mail that to you if you want <laughs> i'm good uh so uh, for a while, I was reading, like, some, you know, slightly trashy young adult romance books. Oh, that's fun. Um, and those are always fun, especially when they're, like, from 2005, and you're like, this is so weird. <laughs> she opened but, her Motorola flip phone. And- yeah, when they talk about their, like, <laughs> phones, and they're like, this is so high-tech, and it's a Blackberry. That's always fun. Um, Blackberry. Well, my dad had a Blackberry. Or when they just, like, don't mention, uh, like, cell phones, because that's, like, so much a part of the teenage experience now. Yeah. Um, 
It's part of but, everyone's and, experience. I've seen like yeah, literal four-year-olds hold smartphones and like know what to do with them. And I don't even know what yeah. to do with my smartphone. And mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then I started um, reading Jane Austen audiobooks. Reading um, Jane Austen audiobooks. Well, listening to them, okay, same cool. thing. You know, I'm not, I'm not like reading the code or something. Um, <laughs> that would be, be weird. Be you weird, just look. You would... get an audio. You get a file, and you just look at the like wave, wave yeah. changing frequencies change, and you just read it that way. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a robot. That's not how I listen. Oh my gosh, dude! There's a podcast. Um, sorry. Side note: There's a podcast. It's a sci-fi, uh, sci-fi fiction. It's like, well, it's fiction, and it's sci-fi, yes, okay, it's sci-fi comedy, and um, one of the characters, I mean, it like, they're aliens, so one of the characters is an alien that, um, that listens to things by seeing the frequencies in, mm-hmm. like, the, the, the sound, their, their voices, the frequencies, and then replicating them to have a voice. And... Nice, and that's all, um, and it's and it's really it's called Inkworm, and it, yeah, it's cute, and it and it's made by high schoolers, so it's like mad impressive. Anywho, um, sorry, carry on with yeah, your books. I'm I'm not that alien, but uh, in the last three days, I read um, Emma and Persuasion by Jane Austen. That's a lot of a lot. Yeah, no, I listened to audiobook for like eight hours a day for three days straight. So, <laughs> wow, dude, I'm impressed. Um, yeah, because I was also doing a, a digital paint by number on my phone. So <laughs> a digital paint by number. Why don't you? Yeah, I I don't have want to. Yeah, have a paint by number book. You can make one. I see. I I get. But really, then I know the answers. Yeah. Well, so what? <laughs> We're in quarantine. There's so little to do. I reorganized the same, like, I took out a deck that I had built for magic, right? And then I reorganized mm-hmm. it and, like, separated it out into all of its parts and then shuffled it back together and put it away. <laughs> I mean, I could get my brother to teach me magic, but he's not really good at teaching games, so I think I'm I could passed, teach you! I could, could teach, teach you. Oh my well. gosh, we should play magic. I I will I will recommend an online magic that will teach you the basics, and then we can talk about mana curves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? And how then, long then I have can... we? Sorry, how long is our opening? Oh, all right. Well, Thirteen minutes. This oh, I can get my brother sh- to um, show me his setup for how he um, plays ma- magic digitally with his friends. Oh, is he doing <laughs> that? Yeah, they go on FaceTime and play magic. You know, that's so, like, I don't know what that setup would look like, because um, you have to show your cards, and so you wouldn't be showing your face. Well, you know what you could do, is you could have, like, one, you could have, like, your phone on face. Mm, this might be, like, a weird bad feedback thing. My sixth grade brother just has an iPad. He, like, <laughs> sets it up so it's, like, above his cards or something. <laughs> or, like, it's at an- so it's at an angle so you can, like, see down on the table where I, his cards are. I don't know, like- I'm not really sure. Yesterday but. I had FaceTime active while Skype was active with the same person, because basically we were trying to figure out how Skype worked, and then we did. Uh-huh. Um, but then there was, like, that weird thing that happens with feedback when you, like- You know when you have, like, a microphone and you get it too close to the amp, and it sounds, like, really awful? I mean- do I have a microphone and an amp? Oh, okay. I only have one of the two, you, but... Can you imagine the, like, bad sound that I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, sure. So there was, like, a weird, terrible high sound that came off from all of that when that happened. And so... the So I don't know if this would work, but you could have one thing, like your phone, on a tripod facing down at your cards and you can be on like FaceTime for that and then you could be on Skype for like your face with your laptop. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I could teach you how to play magic. You could use your brother's magic cards. <laughs> yeah. He'd probably give me like the worst deck cuz <laughs> I mean, you're assuming that, I mean, that's that does not matter. I will tell you now, when you're learning oh. how to play it having a bad or like easy to use thing it just like it does not matter because you just need to learn how the mechanics work although 
all of my decks are like absolute jank, so I don't know, man. They're all they're all wonky. Um, okay. That anyway, was, this yeah. is this is definitely the content people come to this podcast for. To be fair, we know um, it's just Fiona sitting in her house. <laughs> I mean, we were also mentioned on somebody's Instagram story. Oh my gosh, Katie so. Gavin. Okay, sorry. <laughs> That's not who I was talking about. I was no. talking about a person we actually know. I know, but sort I'm of. thinking about the, ta- the one time that the member for one of my favorite bands listened to our podcast. You don't, I mean, come on, dude. That's pretty dope, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you also got... Uh, no, one of Matt, my friends did whatever. mention us as a pod recommendation for quarantine time, so I don't know who's listening, but hello, Fiona. You're out there. Or not Fiona. If or your not, name's Fiona. not Fiona. If your name isn't Welcome Fiona. Welcome to you, too. What? Welcome to you, too. <laughs> I don't know. Not Fiona's. I'm saying welcome to the not Fiona's. Oh, okay. Anyway. I heard you, too, which, that, which is the name of a band, and I was just very alarmed. That's not the, the song we're doing. We are doing... Are you trying to transition <laughs> into the lyrics? Sort of. Or actually, sort of. initial reaction. Shoot, we really... Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> What's um, your initial reaction like? Or a memory, distinct memory regarding this song? I have listened to this song two times. The first time was in The Before Times. Um, the Before Times? Yeah. Oh, I recommended this... I recommended this song, like, way back in January or something. Yeah, it was, like, in February, because oh, we February? thought that we would be able to get another uh, episode out before um, the uh, two-year anniversary Oh, uh, man, episode. yeah, that's unrealistic for us. Um, And then we didn't, because it was, like, March, and we were like, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> um, yeah, right now it's not gonna happen. Yeah, but no, I, I, I assume that we'll be potting some more now that we're stuck in our homes in theory in theory i don't know no promises we're yeah anyway yeah you Um, listen to what once in the before times and you listen to it i assume pretty recently yeah yesterday um and like i hadn't heard it before and the lyrics are weird yeah and they're a bit weird it sounds like like the the lyrics are weird, but like the melody sounds like almost a little cliche in some parts. Mhm. Um and that's all I have to say. Cool. I have I have thoughts. <laughs> cool. So this is Wait, can I, may I, may I, uh, may I? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, I, hmm, okay, I heard, I've heard this song before in the past, like, it's, it's the kind of thing that you'd hear, it's totally the kind of thing you'd hear, like, in a bike shop in Portland, you know, just, like, playing through the speakers. I don't really go to bike shops. Okay, Because I use my mom's, like, 30-year-old bike. All right, so a bike shop or like I don't know a grocery store. It's 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 a nice song that people know that sits in the background um, sometimes. Um, but I have distinct memories of it. Um, for one, uh, I have this this pal, this friend that I made at university, and he's actually also from Portland, which is kind of cool, I guess. But. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a time when I googled his name on the internet. Um and and he knew I was going to do this and I I found his band from high school playing this song. So that is a very uh-huh. distinct thing that I remember. That was pretty cool. This, I mean, is this guy also a freshman? Yes. This guy is Okay. Yeah. So uh, his he, band from high school is in last year. His band in high school yeah, uh, well, like, yes, <laughs> yes, last year. <laughs> um, it, it's, it was kind of funny to see, but very good. I was, yes, very good. And, and, um, so he plays bass, and we're, I guess, technically in a band together? I don't know, yeah. I mean, it's not really happening right now, for obvious reasons, but, yeah. um, 
I learned, I started learning the guitar part for this song because, let like, dude, the bass line and guitar part of this song, that is, like, a good lead guitar part. That's the, that's, like, probably my favorite part of the song is the, like, the way the guitar does the thing and then it does this cool chord progression thing that, like, ascends. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know how much mm. you listen to the song. I know you're probably mostly paying I attention to, to the lyrics. Twice. Yeah, but I know you're probably paying more attention to the lyrics than the music. The like the the not lyric yeah. parts. I was listening I listened to the lyric video. I hmm. think so I might have listened to it three times. Okay. Like because I think the first time I listened to it once with like the normal music video. And then I was like, what are they saying? So I listened to it at the lyrics video. I feel like I'm I don't know. This song, to me, is associated with him, like, my friend, so closely Mm -hmm. that, like, I don't know. I just, that's what I think about when I listen to this song, but is, like, hanging out and making music with that friend. But I also, I don't know, I've listened to this song a lot because it's such a, Mm -hmm. like, fun, upbeat song. And it has that, I mean, it's it's not, it's it's old-ish. So it has that flavor mm-hmm. to it that isn't like way overproduced modern, but it's still mm-hmm. like dance, dancing, dancey. Does that make sense? Uh huh. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. That that's my initial reaction, and it I I, uh, I don't have a transition. Let's read the lyrics. <laughs> okay. Also, I I just I'm just we are uh, this episode, man. You know, maybe this is what people want. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They don't ever tell us, even though we always tell them to email us. They never do. <laughs> yeah. This is not this is not a personal jab at Fiona. Fiona does engage with us. Mm-hmm. Fiona always texts me when when she listens to the pod. Or often texts oh. me when she listens to the pod and mm-hmm. says like, "Hey, I'm listening to the pod," which is is, is something, you know, it's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But email us at lostinthelyrics.pod at gmail dot com if you have any questions or comments or concerns or song recommendations because we are in need of song recommendations. Yeah. We're both kind of indecisive, so. Yeah, if someone recommends something, you will we will probably do it as long as there's no like intense yeah. profanity. We can we can uh you know censor some, but like yeah. we can't censor a whole song. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm thinking about what was it that aggressively 2009 song that you recommended that I listened to and was oh yeah, um, <laughs> it was just like a lot that of Black Eyed Peas song. Yeah. I did not realize. <laughs> That that was like that because I was in second grade and I think I listened to the clean version. Yeah, I don't. You know what the funny? I'm thinking about. Um, sorry, I'm thinking about a song that my sister plays sometimes. That has like that's like half of the lyrics are just like swears and like slurs and it's and like the joke is that she always plays the clean version, so it's like half the lyrics are censored in some fashion mm. and. It's funny, and I'm thinking about it. And the lyrics, shall I read them? Because it's we, yeah. there's not very many, um, it seems. But, yeah. Well, that could be good because we took 23 <laughs> minutes, 24 minutes before getting to them. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Should, should, I, uh, should, I, should I read the beginning? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Punctured bicycle on a hillside desolate. Will will nature make a man of me yet? Question mark. And also nature is capitalized in the lyrics, but as we know, punctuation and capitalization in the lyrics doesn't really mean much. Yeah, not on AZ lyrics. <laughs> okay. Um. Um. Okay. So, I mean, you did talk about Bicycle Shop earlier. I did. I did mention a Bicycle Shop. You're right. Maybe this is why Bicycle Shops play this song. Because it has a bicycle in this. But the bicycle's punctured. 
Well, that's why you have to go to the bicycle shop because your your bicycle is punctured. Okay, but okay. Uh, what's the extent of bleh, what's the extent of bicycle damage that a bicycle shop can deal with? Because punctured well, bicycle thinking, could be a tire, but it could also be like the frame is in half. I I mean I think of punctured as like not a. I feel like if something is in half, that's not punctured. That's cut in half. You know, um, I don't punctured, know. I think of as like a hole. So like a punctured tire means that there's a hole and then therefore the tire runs out of air because there's a hole in it. Hmm. Um, or like uh, if you get a shot at the doctor's office, it's a puncture something. I don't know. I'm now thinking I don't know about what the word means. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about um, I. Yes, thumbtacks. Anyway, what is a thumbtacks puncture? Yeah, uh huh. What they don't come in half. <laughs> They're all, it's all, and and on a hillside, and that is the is the bicycle on a hillside, or is it just the statement on a hillside? Is it a person um, on I a would hillside? Say that the punctured bicycle is on the hillside, or a per- or the narrator is on the hillside. Be- uh, and and desolate because uh, uh, no one bikes there Wait. because they don't realize there are a lot of thumbtacks on the ground, uh, or the narrator didn't realize, but everyone else knows, so they're they're not biking there. What if um, the narrator is talking to the punctured bicycle? Um, the problem with that is only in that later there is dialogue. Where it's in, it's like, it says, this man said, and then there's, like, actual words. But it could be, yeah, if it's from the perspective of the narrator, yeah, sure. Could be talking to the bicycle. I Does the, does the narrator desperately want said bicycle to be a man? Like, the narrator is so um. lonely... That they, that they just want someone to talk to, and all they have is this bicycle on this... On this very, like, empty hillside because the hill's covered in thumbtacks, but he didn't realize, and now he's just standing in a pile of thumbtacks with a bicycle that doesn't work, and he just wants to talk to someone. I mean, the the make of man of me yet reminds me of Mulan, but... <laughs> More than anything else, so yeah, this so. you know this this song definitely is about could it, it it definitely could be about Mulan because you know I mean, there's anything that's in Mulan it's bicycles and cars and yeah that's that's what that's about uh huh there's a lot of reasons this can't be about Mulan at least now yeah. unless it's like a modern retelling but I don't really know if I want to get into another Disney movie yeah we did that. A few episodes ago. We've also done so. that in the past. Yeah, didn't we do that for like two episodes in a row? We did that no, for- not in a row. We did that for Counting Stars the first time. I don't remember anything about Counting Stars the first time, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I just don't. I know we did it for Jar of Hearts, and then I don't remember what the song was, but something about Finding Nemo. Oh, yeah. We did do- um, uh, we did it, we, we, somehow Counting Stars was about Pocahontas for, like, two seconds, and then we were like, nope. Oh, yeah. But not, like, actual Pocahontas, like, the Disney film adaptation of her life story, which is all so problematic. Um. Yeah. And also, not truthful. Though Pocahontas 2 actually is more historically accurate. Oh. Is it now? I mean, in the fact that John Smith is no longer her love interest. <laughs> and she goes to England. But like the way she's treated I think is not accurate at all. So <laughs> I've never seen it and I don't think I will. Okay, do you want to read the next part? <laughs> um when in this charming car, this charming man. You can read the I'll next. Just read the yeah. next. Yeah. yeah. Uh why pamper life's complexities when the leather runs smooth on the passenger seat? Huh. Um, um, I think this guy just really likes this car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. 
um, the leather runs smooth on a on the passenger seat. Makes me think. Okay, does leather become smooth through? No, I I think of it like the leather is smooth because the passenger seat is not being used very often. Mm. Like it's empty. Uh-huh. A lot of the time. And so the leather is still smooth. So I think it's about loneliness, man. I I don't know. Okay. I mean, maybe <sighs> you're projecting a little bit, but oh. also it does <laughs> okay. seem like it's about loneliness. I mean, <laughs> we are all bound to our homes, and even the friends that are in town, I cannot see. And if I do see them, it's us standing six feet away because they live across the street from me. And we say hi and then go back into our houses. It's like that uh, cheesy young adult book, Six Feet Apart. No. But everybody. No. <laughs> no. Also, that, uh, is, that is a weird story. I watched yeah. the film. I don't know if it's a film adaptation or just a film. I think it's just a film. It's. No, it's an out. It's an adaptation. Really? It just okay. like the the book didn't really get popular until the film came out. Oh well, anywho. and I think they they came out like close to each other. Not, yeah, yeah. I I mean, either I, that or it was like really obscure. Like I scared. saw the I watched it on a plane because that's the kind of movie that you watch when it's free on a plane and never any other time. Mm-hmm. And not great movie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like the actors did don't act much sometimes, and also mm-hmm. it it does the thing where it like I don't know romanticizes romantic is that a word? Yes. Yes. Okay. It it, it romanticizes like illness, like terminal illness, mm-hmm. which is not um always the best. Yeah, but. I might be projecting my loneliness into this song. I also think the song seems to be about loneliness. <laughs> or at least a the theme of the song could be. Could be that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so do we think it's like the narrator is on this des- this desolate hillside um, that, that he didn't realize there were thumbtacks on, and so the bicycle is punctured, and... He wants, he wants to feel, or, sorry, I don't know the gender of said narrator, but they want to, like, feel like a man, whatever that means, if that means, like, if that's more of a metaphor for something. Mm. Um, uh, and that, they seem frustrated by that, it seems. Um, mm. and then they're in a car. <laughs> A charming okay, so car. Do we think it's a what, Volkswagen Beetle? <laughs> what I am imagining at the moment is that there's this person, mm-hmm. and they're, like, sitting on this desolate hillside with just this punctured bicycle. Perhaps it's their bicycle. Um, and they were riding up the hill, and then their bicycle got a flat tire. So now they're sitting on this desolate hillside with just a punctured bicycle, and they're like, I feel like such a stupid person and not like a man um who's supposed to be strong by society's standards and then they look they look down upon whatever their city or like whatever the hillside is looking down upon and they see this charming car they're like oh look at that charming man in that charming car (laughs) and then they're just like they're like um sort of reflecting on what they could be instead of what they are. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Man, that's so... I'm like, thumbtacks, and you're like, here's my... I passed 11th grade English. Um, (laughs) That's... I... Yes, let's go with that. Um, (laughs) Well... To be fair, in 11th grade English, we didn't do poetry, but in 12th grade English, we did. Alright, well, you know that I didn't pass either, so let's let's move along. Um, what is the... What is... What is the the statement about... Is, the, is Does the narrator want to be in the passenger seat? Is that what that's about? Like, the leather and smooth in the passenger seat? Like, 
that charming man alone in that charming car and I just want to be on the passenger in the passenger seat of that kind of deal. Maybe like I want to at least be in the passenger seat like at least sort of like the whole have a seat at the table metaphor. Like What is that metaphor? Just, it's like they usually use it in regards to um like a uh, woman getting power in business. It's like you need a seat at the table to be able to have any like um power in a situation hmm interesting i'm surprised you haven't heard it it's i am not that great at paying attention to those things and remembering what they mean Uh, um. pamper life's complexities pamper them pamper life's complexities hmm why pamper life's complexities i don't quite know what that means in this context like does that just mean like spend time on them like like Um, think about them a lot when the like like, most simple thing he wants is to just be a part of that yeah or they want I don't know what the narrator's gender sorry what Um, okay I think like so pamper life complexities um, it's like, you look at the, like, complex things in life, and it's like, you know, I don't really need, like, a fancy job or anything. I don't need to, to focus on that sort of thing, but, you know, if I could just, like, sit in the passenger seat of the car, or, like, if you just have, like, somebody else sitting in the passenger seat of your car, and, like, you have, um, companionship and that sort of thing, you know, that's, that's what you really need. You don't need, like, all the complicated societal life things. Alright, are you projecting? Um, I don't think so, because I started thinking about Russo. Okay. After that. (laughs) The last time I thought about Russo was, I don't know, solid two years ago. Um, The last time I thought about Russo before this was, like, last night. (laughs) I think about Russo too much. Yeah, okay. Um, would I- should I read the next part? Um, sure. Okay. I would go out tonight, but I haven't got a stitch to wear. This man said, quote, It's gruesome that someone so handsome should care. End quote. Anyway, that's- I mean, okay, so are- is the narrator- are they with this man? Are they with them? Is the man- an actual man or like a, a an imaginary man like is this is this like a played out scenario in the narrator's head or like a real thing is that what you're saying yeah like is it is the man like the voice in their head or i don't know i it they say i i would go out a stitch is a stitch just like a thing is like i don't feel like i have something i can wear to do that yeah that 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 is usually a metaphor that means i don't have anything to wear okay and then the man said the narrator but is handsome it's also which hyperbole is, then then yes that yes cuz they have actual I, well clothes, i assume sure. that they have actual clothes we don't know <laughs> yeah Perhaps they've engaged in, like, nudist lifestyle for a while, mm-hmm. and they don't feel like they can just go to the club while not being clothed. I don't know. Yeah. Mild insecurities about that. <laughs> I think I think this is... I think this is perhaps um, a, a scenario, because... So, if we're thinking that uh, the narrator is just... Uh, observing this charming man in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, then in this in this uh, stanza, it says again, "This man." Yes, that's specific. Um, that's like so a specific man. That seem that seems like we're talking about the same man. Yes, uh, the this charming man, right? So that makes me think that this is another like played out scenario where perhaps the narrator wants to be noticed by by this charming man mm-hmm. um noticed how uh noticed as in like the man said uh compliments them on being handsome so like do we think it's like an admiration situation 
Uh, definitely could, that that could be a possibility. Okay. Um, it's gruesome. That's that's kind of dramatic. Anywho, uh, do you want to read the the like the next part because I think then we can go off of it a bit more. Yeah. Um, a jumped-up pantry boy who never knew his place. He said, "Return the rings." He knows so much about these things. He knows so much about these things. Oh gosh! All right, <laughs> that's and that's pretty much it because the rest is repeating. Oh really? Yeah. Oh shoot! I guess that's <laughs> it <laughs> for the. Lyrics. I thought it had more lyrics than that. I guess it's because they're like kind of bizarre. You know what? It's that. honestly fine because this episode is already like the length an episode should be. <laughs> It's a little bit shorter than what we usually do. Yeah, but, but we still have flags and knitting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And we have We're to analyze this. this. It takes that long. We have to analyze this, because I have no clue what's happening here. Yeah. Anyway, back to the lyrics. Here we go. It feels kind of like the end of a poem. So, well, all right. You know how sometimes in poetry or, like, a short story or something, or it's kind of like a conclusion, like... You mm-hmm. state all these, th- they state all these things, and you don't, it's like a revelation at the end, you're like, the the third, sudden jump to third person is actually, like, a summary of what has happened, or something like that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it gets, it gets yeah. meta for a moment, or something, and you get out of the narrator's head and into a, a bigger perspective, and do we think that the he knows so much about these things is the man, or do we think it's the narrator? Um, I think that the jumped up pantry boy is the narrator and the he is and he said return the rings, um, is the charming man. Hmm. So the jumped up pantry boy who never knew his place is the narrator. Mm hmm. So the narrator is a pantry boy? Um, I think pantry boy means i'm not i'm not sure on this but it to me it it like just reminds me of like um uh like a domestic servant type of role Mm -hmm. um and like a like yeah okay oh yeah and so like a jumped up i think means like he um he went to like something that was above his station so to speak mm-hmm. um and so like he and then also this whole like who never know knew his place kind of goes with the idea of um like hillside desolate and then like will nature make a man of me I, like that sounds like feelings of being lost and like unsure about like, who they are. So, I don't know about, like, a literal bicycle that is perhaps, that is perhaps the pantry boys that becomes punctured, and then as the pantry boy sits on a hillside, I, 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 I kind of feels fantastical, like, it, like, like, the pantry boy is, like, a daydreamer, or, or this is an actual dream or something, but it's, like, Mm. something that the pantry boy would fantasize about, is like if the pantry boy's bicycle got messed up on a hillside, then the pantry boy would would conjure up this image of a charming car and the charming man of who the pantry boy wishes that they could be. Yeah, I think perhaps like the puncture bicycle and the desolate hillside are real. And they say, will nature make a man of me yet? And then they fall asleep because they're waiting for somebody to come by to help them fix their bicycle. And then they have this dream about about this charming man. Or they could just have a daydream. Yeah. Or it could be a real dream. Also, a real dream. Yeah. Um, the the, the line of why pamper life's complexities could just, like, um, when the leather runs smooth on the passenger seat could also be, like... Uh, if I were that charming man in that charming car, without and not just this pantry boy on this empty hillside with a broken bicycle, if I were that man in that charming car that I'm imagining, then I wouldn't need to pamper life's complexities so much as I already do, because I would have this smooth, new, like, car 
basically. Mm-hmm. Like, the leather, so, and, like, you don't, like, even if it's lonely, I mean, it is seems to be about loneliness to an extent, but even if it's lonely, you don't need to worry, right? This person doesn't need to worry because they have a charming car. And, yeah, there's the, mm. the passenger seat is always empty, but it's, it's like, comfortable or something. I don't know. Mm. That's, that's an idea. Yeah, it could be them fantasizing about being the charming man. Is that what you're Yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying. Like they like they see maybe they actually see a charming man with a charming car. Maybe they don't, but it doesn't matter because they wish they were the charming man. Hmm. That that plays out, but then I'm not sure how the the next one about I would go out tonight fits into that. Or maybe maybe the in this scenario they uh they spent all their money on this car and they no longer have like many clothes <laughs> they no longer have they... any clothes yeah they gave Maybe all they of their have... clothes to get this car they have one outfit and it's dirty <laughs> <laughs> okay but i also was thinking that like if the if the narrator is the pantry boy right if they have fantasized that this is that to to be this this charming man um then they say, I would go out tonight, but I haven't got a stitch to wear. And if they were the man, they they think the man would just be able to go, it's gruesome that someone so handsome should care, like, to themselves. Like, mm-hmm. if they had the confidence of this charming man, they would just be like, ah, yeah. yes, I'm so handsome anyway, it doesn't matter if I leave my house in boxers and a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm so charming, like, nobody will care. Yes. Um, I think, so, the line return the rings... Um, I think I'm just thinking about that... a specific high fantasy series because the oh. word rings is so closely associated with it in my mind. I was I was thinking about um uh what's uh like wedding rings is usually what that would refer to, but perhaps this is the key ring. Oh, um, like the you car. Should, you should return the the key rings. This this uh. This makes even more sense in the last uh, uh, stanza here, where it repeats the jumped-up pantry boy thing. Mm-hmm. But it says, he said return the ring, not plural. Um, I'm not sure if that's, like, our lyrics being bad, or <laughs> if that's actually what it is. It doesn't matter, we have to treat it as though it is... It is. I think yeah. that that is more indicative of... Uh, Rings, plural. Well, it does, or, uh, I don't know. If uh, it no, much. not rings for cl- a key ring. Yeah, like do you do you reckon That's it could be I mean. like, um, like a like so, what's it ah the people that like take your car at an event. A uh, valet. Valet. Yeah, like what if that's the pantry boy? You think that that he's stealing cars? Not stealing them, but when he drives them, maybe he fantasizes about what it's like to ah. to be able to. To be that charming man. Mm. And he feels like, perhaps he feels like the punctured bicycle on a desolate hill- hillside. I mean, maybe the punctured bicycle emotions. on the desolate hillside. <laughs> he wants to be the car, but he's just a punctured bicycle. Um, that's, yeah. I mean, but like, it doesn't... <laughs> I mean, that punctured bicycle situation could have happened to him and reminded him of like, that, like, what he wants. Yeah. Like or what, like they what want. he could have if he were like all these charming men in their charming cars that, and then he drives their cars as a valet, and he just wants to be them. Yeah, because all he has is a broken bicycle on a hillside, and there's a bunch of thumbtacks everywhere. Uh huh. I mean, there's nothing in the song about thumbtacks, but th- that yeah. that seems to be the case. That's a way to puncture a bicycle. It depends on actually the type of tire, but yeah. I mean, do we think... I mean, if this is just like a pantry boy, right? They probably don't have... uh, Probably don't have... uh, Like a nice... Like a a nice, thick, tired uh, bicycle. They probably have like a street bike, and street bikes have pretty thin tires that are pretty easily punctured. Like, easy to puncture. Mm Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, do we think the inter- the one thing though that would indicate maybe that 
maybe he's not stealing the cars, but he's spending a bit more time in them than he should. Um, is jumped up pantry boy that never knew his place, like... Yeah. That kind of... That seems to indicate almost that the song is saying that the boys should know their place just, like, on the bike in the yeah, in the on the like, hillside but instead they're fantasizing about things they're not that they can't get so it's kind of like mm-hmm. why would you do that yeah going out of your station like you're a valet 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 i, I don't know i think val i think it's valet Val- i don't know val- anyway, val- the, you take whatever. people's cars to the parking garage <laughs> you're you're in like a service position mm-hmm. you aren't getting paid that much uh, you don't have the money to buy this this car. Like that's you know, not something that you can do without being in a lot of debt. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, this is depressing. Um. Uh. Yeah. Good. 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 We should yeah. really do the next bit because it's. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um. For anybody who cares, uh, the rest of the lyrics after um the first jumped up pantry boy stanza is the I would go out tonight stanza. Then it says this charming man, this charming man, and then it's a jumped up pantry boy. But it said instead of returning the rings, he said return the ring, and then he knows so much about these things is repeated three times. You can also Google these lyrics if you so yeah. desire. Or listen to the song. I don't think because it's a good anybody song. really cares about that enough, but, you know, there you go. Yeah, if, I honestly don't know concerned. who cares about how we analyze these songs. <laughs> but oddly, this ended up being a bit more serious than I was anticipating. Uh-huh. Or not serious, it's just like... Has more depth, I guess, than I was prepared for. Mm. Um, yeah, it is, it is. Yeah, it's a it's a deep song. You it's a good one too. Has a great lead guitar part and a bass line. They complement each other very nicely. Um. So, I'll go first <laughs> if you want. Okay. All right. Uh, flags. I'm back home with my flags. I have a lot of them. Um, and I'll just talk about the flag of Djibouti because it's cool. And it's got a white isosceles triangle on the left side, like on the, the side that goes against the flagpole. Um, and then... I don't know how to describe this. The, the, then, if you can imagine that triangle, it's like equally split at the point of the triangle as though there are just like two stripes, but the triangle covers up half of the stripes. Just look up a photo. I don't know if that makes sense, but the two stripes are like blue on top and green on bottom, and they're both like light shades of those colors. And then there's a red star, um, which is cool. It was... Uh, adopted in 1977, so it's like, I don't know, it's fairly modern. Um, it's, I don't know, I don't really have much else to say about the actual, like, I think you should just look up a photo because I did an awful job describing it, like, if you're listening. Yeah, but- um, the red star is in the white triangle. Oh, I said that, I thought. But maybe no, I, I thought didn't. you just said that the, it existed. Okay, well, knowledge, my bad. It was. Um, but I do have a specific memory relating to it, so I'll just share that. Um, there was I went to camp. I went to a summer camp. Um, that was like a language summer camp for like Arabic language, and we had like we we did like fly flags and stuff, and so, um, but we would fly like the flag of a different country where Arabic is spoken, um. And I was on flag duty for the this flag, and and it was really nice. And also, it's a really pretty flag. Like, I would wear as a cape. Very pretty, nice flag. And that's all. Your turn. <laughs> um. Okay. As far as knitting goes, I did try to start a project. Um. You have lots of time for that reading and knitting. I do. 
In in theory, I do. Um, however, however, what I did is um, I have a knitting pattern, and I don't have the actual picture of what the finished thing is supposed to look like. So I'm kind of like going on based on what it says, and what it's supposed to turn out as is a striped bag. Um, stripes are annoying when you're knitting. Um, horizontal stripes? Lo- yeah, horizontal stripes. Okay. Um, because you have to change yarn so much mm-hmm. that it's just annoying. Um, also, this particular thing is only 34 stitches across, so you finish a row really quickly. Oh, that's so you're annoying. Changing, you're changing yarn really often, um, and additionally, the specific stripe pattern for this bag is not very, like, simple. Um, so it has six colors. Mm. Wow. And we're going to call them A through F. It goes, like, A, B, A, C, D, A, B, A, uh, E, G, or E, F. <laughs> you know? And then it repeats. You started saying that, um, and I was thinking about, like, sonnet structures. <laughs> It is like a sonnet structure. <laughs> you should. What if I knit should, a sonnet structure? You should knit a sonnet structure, like striped thing. If you knit, if you knit, <laughs> if you have time for knitting, you should knit a sonnet sweater vest. That is the new goal. Please <laughs> knit an be, English sonnet sweater vest. Please. It would be um, <laughs> ten ten rows for each each uh, color um, for each line. Because there are ten syllables in a sonnet. Man. Oh, man. That would be good. Oh, man. (laughs) And then I would have to give it to an English teacher. Yeah, that would... But I already knit Charles Darnay, so... That's a pretty good gift, though, my dude. Like, if you ever have an English teacher that you just appreciate a lot, and they taught you about English sonnets, you just do that. If any English teacher is listening to this, watch out. You might get an English sonnet scar. That would be so cool, dude. Okay. Uh what was Okay. Yes. Maybe I'll maybe I'll knit that next because this thing I'm about to quit. Uh, um. but also <laughs> Okay, so on the pattern, it says that the bag is supposed to be 9 inches by 7 inches. Mhm. And then they want me to knit a rectangle that's like 7 or 9 inches by 32 inches. Hmm. And I don't know. That's just so confusing to me. I don't understand. Like, like they just how gave is, you how inches? is that gonna work? Yeah, I mean, that's what they do a lot of times. I don't know anything about knitting, times. um, except for how to knit. Like, I know how to knit at the most basic level. Yeah, I knit. I can knit um, and purl. That's about it. But yeah, so I don't know. I think I'm probably gonna give up on it, which is a bit of a shame, but. I don't understand the pattern very well, and it's tedious and annoying. You and should it's making me not knit. You should, but I do. I <laughs> I do want to knit a coronavirus sweater. Oh, ah, uh, dude. <laughs> not not about it. Just like a I'm in quarantine sweat, and I made this sweater in quarantine type of situation. You could knit a sonnet sweater, like a sonnet sweater vest. I'd. Be, that's cool. That's very. It would probably cool. have to be multiple well you could do very thick stripes i'll i'll figure it out i'll i'll see how but also i don't know actually how good stripes look on a sweater vest i think they're more of a sweater type a sweater sweater a sweater sweater yeah like a a sweater that has sleeves Ooh, what if i did on the body part i did the english sonnet format and then on the sleeves <laughs> i did the italian sonnet <laughs> oh my gosh dude is that's you're you're going to be knitting that the poems it's going to be good this I, is too much i am i it, it we have way too much time <laughs> my goodness <laughs> like this is a good indicator that we are bored <laughs> yeah um that's true I told you about how I wrote a sonnet for my scholarship application for for college, and and they they gave it to me. Um, I vaguely vaguely remember that. Yeah, I wrote a I wrote a like a an English sonnet 
um, about why I wanted this, why I wanted to go to that school, and then they they uh, gave it to me, and I'm going there. So cool. Fun. <laughs> Anywho, I should write a sonnet, and then I should send it to you, and then you can knit about it. <laughs> I should knit a sonnet. Man, this is it's not a real sonnet. It's just the structure. The structure of a sonnet. It's it's yeah. pretty cool. We're we're so. Cool. Okay. <laughs> we have not gone over an hour in a solid while. Yeah. In in terms of episode length, I'm talking about. Yeah. And it yeah, looks I like know, this is going to do that. Definitely. It already is. Okay. Well, um, are you prepared to wrap up? Uh just about, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, so, today we got lost in lyrics of this charming man by the Smiths. Uh, why do I keep saying that? I keep taking that from you. Let me start over. So, today we got lost in the lyrics of this charming man. And we learned that it is about a person that fantasizes about being somebody they aren't. That's so vague. Anyway, go on. Two. Johnny Marr and Morrissey for writing it, and to the Smiths for singing and performing it. This podcast was edited and produced by Claire and Elliot. The opening and closing music is by Elliot, and I'm usually the one who track on social media. If you have any questions, or you would like to suggest a song for us to analyze in the future, or you just want to email us, then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LITLpod, or email us at lostinthelyrics.pod at gmail.com. Thank you to all of our listeners for your support and enthusiasm. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the pod and that you join us next time to get Lost Lost in the the Lyrics. Have a dandy day!